Hey friend, you're listening to the Cup of Chels podcast and I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. You can think of this like your weekly coffee catch up with your best friend and spiritual running buddy who just so happens to be your life coach. Each week I'll share inspiring tools and techniques for spiritual growth and self-development mixed with personal stories from my own journey and awakening. Between podcasting, life coaching, speaking, and writing, I'm laying it all out on the table. Seriously, I'm an open book, and I believe that it's the sharing of our stories that truly connects us. And in these connections, we are reminded of our truth, which is we are deeply loved and supported. And it's my mission in life to do just that. And because I'm forever curious about others, their practices, what tools they're using, their own journey, I'll be bringing on some kick-ass guests for thought-provoking conversations you definitely don't want to miss. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. Now, if you're ready to transform and co-create the life of your dreams, then you're in the right spot. Now, grab a cup of coffee and get me one while you're at it. Let's get comfy and dive into today's show. Hello. Oh my gosh, I have a really, really fun topic that I want to share with you today, and I cannot wait to start talking about it. But I have to tell you, I have to tell you, like this week has been so fun. I've done a few different healing connections, and I'm going to share about one of them on this episode, and then I think I'll just create another episode for the alternate healing. But let me just ask real quick. So (laughs) hold on. I'm going to do this with y'all on the line because I think it's so rad. I have my pendulum here, and I started, I actually got like about 15 to 20 minutes into recording another episode talking about Sober Curious Creatives, which was the clubhouse room that happened earlier today. And my words just weren't coming out right. I felt like I was kind of all over the place and I'm feeling the need to not go off of a script lately. And to be honest, I don't typically read from a script a lot of times. You know, there are times when I'll have like bullet points planned out for the shows. But yeah, I got about 15, 20 minutes into it. And I'm like, you know what? This is no, this is not going to work. I'm not vibing with this. I don't want to force it. I feel like I'm stumbling over my words. So I stopped. So I was like, let me consult my pendulum. (laughs) Let me just ask which route I should go then. So I learned this from one of the amazing healers that I had a session with this week. Her name is Jeanette. And she was telling me how to properly use a pendulum and how you need to ask pendulums are just so you can get a visual. They are like either like a jewel or like a a point or some type of bobber on the end of a string or chain that can give you guidance. I mean, and it's not giving you guidance, right? Like it's giving you a visual of the guidance that you're asking in a yes and no format. 
So Jeanette was telling me that you need to ask somebody specifically the question to, and she showed me an example where she, you know, asks her grandmother, ask a yes or no question. And then when you're done, you know, you're done. But if you don't have a specific person you're asking, she said that there are a lot of spirits out there that love to use their voice. So you never know who the source is, so to speak, right? You never know who's going to give you the answer. So So I did that just before the show and I called on my dad and I asked him, Hey, should I do this and this? And my pendulum was kind of shaking. So basically the first question I asked was, should I do a show on my energy healing that I had with Julia and my reading with Jeanette and the pendulum was shaking, meaning that it's like not going to respond to that question. So then I was like, okay, well, hmm. Should I talk about my reading with Jeanette? And it gave me a no. I said, okay, should I talk about, what else did I say? Should I talk about the sober curious? And it said no. And then I said, should I talk about my healing work with Julia? And it gave me a yes. And in between each one, I tell it to stop and it stops. And I'll go ahead and like make a video of me doing this for y'all, probably like on a reel or something over on Instagram. So just go check that out at the Chelsea Holden. That's T-H-E-C-H-E-L-S-E-A-H-O-L-D-E-N over on Instagram to see that. I don't know when I'll do it, probably this week, but you know, I just want you to have a visual of what it is I'm talking about here. So For me, for my pendulum, a yes is a big circle. A no is kind of like back and forth or just standing still. So I said, you know, should I talk about my energy clearing with Julia? And it was giving me a circle. And I was like, is that a yes? And then I got a big circle. And then I said, okay, stop. And then it just stops. I mean, it is like the most rad, cool thing ever. So that is what I asked my dad if I should talk about that. So I feel like I was telling you I was going to demonstrate that or do something with a question, but I lost my train of thought when it came to that. So uh, yeah, anyway, so that's what we're going to talk about today is the energy healing that I had with my girl, Julia, and I really want to get her on the show. We'll probably, you know, be a few months down the road, but we did a distance energy healing And she lives in Fort Collins, Colorado. And, you know, we met on FaceTime to kind of talk and get how the process was going to go. And then we hung up and then I put on my earbuds. And for me, I like laid down in my room on my, you know, meditation mat, laid down. I put my blindfold on. What do you call it? Is it a blindfold? Yeah. Like eye mask. (laughs) I put my eye mask on and my earbuds in. And I just listened to like some binaural music, you know, just some soft music going back and forth. So I'm laying there and, you know, she does the whole thing. And I pretty much just go into a very meditative state and then just fell asleep. And I woke up at one point and then realized like, no, I'm going to need to go back to sleep. And I went back to sleep woke up and I saw that she had text and she told me that she would text me when she's done and then to get back out to her. And then she'll give me a call like five minutes after that. So it was so fun to get all of her feedback over the phone. And then she sent me notes. And so I wanted to take this 
opportunity on this show to kind of share with you what all she found about me. You know, maybe you're curious about getting some healing work done. Maybe you've never had it done. Maybe you have had it done. But either way, I thought it would just be so fun to kind of let you inside of my world even more so. (laughs) I mean, I'm like a pretty much an open book for sure. So, you know, in case you wanted to know more about me, I felt like it would be such a great opportunity to just share with you all the findings and share with you like what really resonated with me and what really hit home for me. And so that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm just going to go through, I'm going to go through my notes and her notes simultaneously. And I think this will be awesome. So yeah, shout out to my girl. She is with Vibeology is the name of her company. I'll link it in the show notes and, you know, I'll tag her Instagram account as well. So you can go check her out. And she's just, she, in doing all this, it was so fun because as we, as Julia and I were having a conversation, you know, we got, we got to realize like how parallel our lives really are and how awesome that is. You know, we both, um, we both have been married for like six years, going on seven. We've both been with our partners for about 11 years. We were both inside of Gabby Bernstein's manifesting challenge from last year, from 2020, which is actually how we met. Um, she made a comment about something she was manifesting and I commented on it and we like instantly connected. So it's been so fun to stay connected with her over the year. And this was this was really our first in-depth conversation and how fun it was to be able to participate with her. But if you have, I know that this is going to air on, this will be airing on the 16th. So we will be right in the middle of the three-day energy live event that is happening inside of the Rise and Radiate Facebook community. So Julia is actually giving away a Reiki session, a distance Reiki session. So hopefully this will inspire you to chime into the events to catch the replay, you know, because this will air after day one. Um, So maybe if you didn't catch day one live, you can catch the replay and then tune in live to the next episodes. That would be fantastic. Again, that is like happening all over on the Facebook group, Rise and Radiate, the Rise and Radiate community. You know, you can always just message me on Instagram too, or go to the link in my bio on Instagram where you can find it there. But it's just, it's such a community of love and support and like-minded humans and just some beautiful people doing some really cool stuff and going for their dreams and goals. And it's so supportive. And I really, my intention was just to create that loving, the loving space to really just hold space for people, you know, whether it's with celebrating wins or whether it's, you know, people that are struggling with stuff. It's such a positive place when, you know, we don't have a whole lot of that in our lives. A lot of us don't. So um, yeah, Julia's in there and um, I can't wait for y'all to just to listen to all this. Yeah. So I told you that you're going to hear a bunch of papers shuffling as I go through the notes. So, you know, I just wanted to prep you if you're like, what the hell is going on in the background, Chelsea? So just be prepared for a little paper shuffling in the background, but I'll do my best to mitigate it. So she 
Julia went through all of my chakras to see the direction that they were flowing, to see the texture of the chakras. And, you know, she went through and told me all about what she found when she was working in those different chakras and, and the images that she saw and what those mean, you know, what she took it to mean. And it was fun when we had the conversation that I was able to like oh my God, that resonates or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. So um, I'm just going to, I'm really just going to go through her notes and I think it will be fun. So um, here we go. Here is the summary. Um, And she worked, she worked the way from the root chakra, which is, you can pull up an image. I mean, obviously if you're listening to this while you're driving or you don't have, you don't have the time to but your root chakra is basically located down at the bottom of your spine and there's seven different chakras and it goes all the way up to your crown. So I'll put a link for, yeah, I'll go ahead and put a link for the chakras. So if you're totally unfamiliar with it, then you can go reference that at your leisure, right? Either after the show's over or whatever. So, so she started in the root and she said our root chakra represents our foundation And the feeling of being grounded. And this comes in the essence of our career, our money mindset, our sense of belonging and family. So she said, as soon as I tapped into your root chakra, I saw you and your husband standing tall and proud in front of a brick house. This doesn't necessarily mean that you own a brick house, but brick creates the strongest foundation. So I got the sense that you guys are rock solid. Next was the mama and the baby elephant. So she told me that um, she saw, she saw an image of a mama and a baby elephant and I kind of stopped her right away. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so, that's so cool because my girlfriend just sent over, she sent over this um, article or this post about elephants actually like having rituals with the moon. I haven't done any more research on this y'all, but this is so intriguing to me. But yeah, like basically elephants have rituals with the moon and and the different cycles of the moon and they like bathe in one of the phases of the moon and all that stuff. So, you know, we're just bouncing back and forth and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. So let me continue on. Um, She said, I looked up the spiritual meaning of seeing both at the same time. Again, she said she saw a mom and a baby elephant. And found that it was a reminder to stay playful like the baby and calm like the mama. So what a beautiful message. I absolutely loved that your friend just gave you that write-up about elephants and the rituals they perform during certain phases of the moon. This was actually a crazy connection throughout your session. So that was so fun. And then she sent over an image of the elephant. And the image of the elephant states this. It says, strength, love, and protection physical body, peace, patience, kindness, and caring, compassion, family, and loyalty, overcoming obstacles. So I thought that was really great to see, to hear that she saw the image of the elephant, especially in the root chakra, not to mention that her getting the the visual of me and Ronnie standing in front of the house and like just having that solid, solid relationship and solid foundation, I think. And I, I feel that I've always felt that with Ronnie and I. So, you know, it's always affirming and validating when an outside source can tell you these things, especially when they don't know you that well either. So she said next there was hibiscus everywhere. And side note, my sister, 
I grew up on Hibiscus Street when I was younger. So all through, I guess that was all through like my high school career. I was trying to think back if that was like junior high too. I can't remember. Brooke, mom, if you're listening, just correct me. Yeah, we grew up at 400 East Hibiscus there in the Valley. And um, so Hibiscus has always kind of been our thing. So when she said that, I was like, oh, like how bad it has, right? So she goes on, you confirm that you grew up on Hibiscus Street and you, your mom and your sister have a connection with them. That's so beautiful. So continuing on, there was some sticky tar and then the texture changed to airy and light. Energetically, I cleared out the tar because just being in it made me physically nauseous. This was more than likely a symbol a symbol of your current career shift that is underway for you. You're going from one thing that might not be your soul's purpose into something that sets your soul on fire and lights you up. This doesn't necessarily mean that you don't like your current work, but it's just not what you were incarnated here for during this time. So stay the course, know that you will be doing your Dharma in no time. So yeah, I, I definitely told her about, you know, about transitioning out of real estate and really, you know, going full time into my life coaching, life and business coaching, and just that transition. So it was awesome that we were able to connect those two. And then for her to clear that tarry kind of um, texture out was really great. So then she moved on to my sacral. And each of the chakras are represented in different colors too, just FYI. So then she moved on to my sacral. And this is our connection and ability to accept others in new relationships. So this is tied to sexuality, to pleasure, to creativity. She said, immediately I felt anxiety here. I wasn't sure if it was connected to your desire to get pregnant. If y'all don't know, that is has been something on my heart for a really long time. And Ronnie and I are working on having kiddos. Um, and then my next episode, when I talked with Jeanette, who was like, um, she's like a medium. I can't wait to tell y'all about that. So we talked a lot more about children and babies and stuff. So yeah, so she said, she didn't know if this was connected. The anxiety feeling was connected to me wanting to get pregnant. So she said, I saw you deleting like tracking apps from your phone, meaning like cycle tracking apps. And I wasn't sure if that meant you needed to or already did, but it sounds like you're already doing that. Um, The tracking apps can definitely add an element of stress to an already stressful time. So I was happy to hear that you don't participate in them. Now I have had tracking apps on my phone. And there was a point where it was like, I was being so diligent with it. And right now that's not aligning for me. You know, I just don't feel the need to be on there, I guess. And for me, I feel like when it happens and when it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen and God's going to work everything out in that sense. So that was fun to, you know, for her to kind of see that. Um, I did ask her too, I forgot to mention this, but I did ask her, you know, when I'm filling out all the paperwork, you know, my intention was to connect to my highest self. And so she went on to say, when she was in my sacral, this was when my highest self checked in and said, chill mama. (laughs) I love that. So she said, chill mama, it's going to happen. You will be a mother. Just trust it is coming exactly when it's supposed to. She said there was also a swarm of busy bee here's and then put an image for me. So she said, check this out. Bees, their symbolism is hard work, success, wealth, love, 
wisdom, chastity, and fertility. As a spirit animal, you are selfless, friendly, believe in teamwork, and peaceful coexistence. And then in dreams, bees represent your social skills and your active lifestyle. Quote, you know, the quote, busy as a bee, right? So I thought that was really cool. She said, moving on in your sacral chakra, I saw coals that were sizzling, like in the essence that a fire was going out. So she said, I stoked that shit. (laughs) Like I explained to you during our call, if I see a fire or burning coals in any other chakra, I would have cleared it immediately. But being in your sacral, I see that as that as passion. So let it burn. It was raging by the time I was done with it. And I think that's so cool, right? Like, yeah, stoke that fire. I want more. (laughs) I want a burning fire, you know, especially if the sacral represents your sexuality and pleasure and creativity. I think that that's rad. So she said, at this point, I felt the need to hold space for you, especially, but also for your husband and your future baby. Um, She said, I felt emotional at this point and just let it flow for quite some time to promote optimum healing and love and light for you. I just want to pause here too, because I feel that, you know, I talked about this in the last episode, how our energies are, how our emotions are energy in motion. And when we feel the need to cry, it's truly beautiful and healing to allow yourself to cry it out, to go through that emotion, to get it all out of your system, because it is just energy that needs to move. It needs to get out. It needs to be released. And if you continue to hold on to it and you continue to push that down, it's going to come out in a way that your highest self will not be happy with. You know, it's going to come out in a way that you won't be happy with. You know, you may, it may come out in, in rage or, tension with someone that you really love, you know, you may become resentful or, or whatever the case may be. So I hope that that hits home for you. And I love that she said she just held space. She felt the need to hold space. I think a lot of times with our family, with our friends, I feel this a lot more, you know, having been coaching for a while now that we truly do. People just need space to be held for them. You know, people just, we all need someone to just hold that space, to just be there, to just listen, to truly just be with them. So next time you're with a friend or with a family member and maybe they're going through something difficult or they're crying because they need an emotional release, you know, don't feel the need to chime in. Don't feel the need to tell them anything really. You know, don't feel the need to tell them like, oh, you'll get better. It'll be great. You know, think positive. Like, no, just maybe just hold some space for them. Maybe just be with them. All right. So then she moves on to the solar plexus and solar plexus. So the root chakra is red. Um, the sacral is, um, I believe it's orange. Let me double check on that before I give you wrong information. Yeah, it's orange. And then the solar plexus is yellow. So she said, solar plexus is our ability to be confident and in control of our lives. It's our self-worth, our personal power, intuition. She said, immediately, I got a sense of a bunch of lemons. And when we were talking on the phone, she told me like she started like tasting lemons. Like she just had that lemon like right away. Um, She said, uh, she found this, lemon signals a time of purpose, action, 
and clarity. Clear-headed decisions will help us focus on bringing our dreams closer to reality. (sighs) What? Let me repeat that. Lemon signals a time of purpose, action, and clarity. Clear-headed decisions will help us focus on bringing our dreams closer to reality. Whew, that is so cool, y'all. Um, she said, I couldn't, I couldn't love this message anymore, especially in your solar plexus. Um, she said, next, there was definitely a duality. There was a, a timid sheep versus the fierce lion. She said, the sheep was cute and all, but it had to go. You are way too powerful of a person to have a sheep living in your solar plexus. Even if it only shows up every once in a while, that is too often. So once I cleared the sheep, I got full body chills. There was also some broken glass in this chakra as well. And I saw it as being symbolic of self-doubt or feelings of unworthiness. So that got cleared out also. Hashtag bye. She's so freaking cute, y'all. Then she goes on to say, next was when your brain showed up. Our mind is actually the least helpful when it comes to our well-being. Did y'all get that? Our mind is actually the least helpful when it comes to our well-being. That is where our ego lives. We all know how helpful that guy is. Your ego is what makes you second-guess decisions or actions. And I just want to add in here too, our ego is also, a lot of fear can come from our ego. So our ego is also, has a purpose in the sense when it comes to fear that it can keep us protected. But a lot of times, and most of the time, our ego gets in the way of us following our intuition and it creates more second guessing. It distracts us and deters us from following our gut and really moving in the direction that we need to be moving. So I just had to chime in with that. She said, so... Yeah, your ego is what makes you second-guess decisions or actions, so I moved it back to your head where it belongs. We talked about listening to our to your intuition, sitting with even the simplest of questions so you can learn the language your body uses to communicate with you. Um, so she told me, like, you know, question everything, everything that I'm doing. You know, I mean, it could be, do I really want this second cup of coffee right now? Is it time for me to take a nap? You know, should I check my Instagram? Like anything, any simple little thing that to start to embody those questions and listen to how my body's communicating with me so that I can start really tapping into that intuition even more so and leaning into that, right? And that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the show and how I had recorded like 20 minutes of another podcast and realized like, this is just not sitting right with me. So that was me listening to my intuition and realizing that my body was not jiving with it. So it was time to go. It was time to be done with that and move on. So sitting with even the simplest of questions so you can learn the language your body uses to communicate with you. Get so familiar with it that you don't even need to give the biggest of decisions a second thought. Once your gut slash intuition gives you the answer, you know it's the right one. Figure out what that language looks like and feels like. Get in touch with your physical body so much that there is no way you could misread what it was saying. She said, you are a million percent a visionary. That is beyond obvious. 
You are honoring that by following your gut to become a coach and by doing your podcast and being part of the paradigm shift. So kudos, friend. You are living in alignment with your soul's purpose, and that is a true gift to the world. Lastly, there was the awesome literal visual. You were holding a pair of Converse shoes. She was getting these visions, these images of me. She said, you were holding a pair of Converse shoes that said in big, bold letters on the soles, my power. Yeah. So energetically, I was able to get you to step into your power by stepping into those shoes. That was such a cool visual. Once you put the shoes on, I felt like any self-doubt, ego, and unworthiness melted away. How cool is that? I really feel like I need to get a pair of Converse now that on the bottom says my power. How badass. Oh, I'm like, when she told me that, I was like, okay, where can I get some custom Converse that say that? All right, then we move into the heart chakra, which is the color green, or sometimes it's depicted as the color pink. So our heart is our ability to love, and it's about relationships. She said, right away, I got a sense of how big your heart is. You have lots of love to give, and this makes you a little more susceptible to heartache. I definitely was feeling my own heartache, but I knew it wasn't a romantic connection. I got the feeling that it was from a friend in a recent situation. I got the message that others will not love the way that you love. This was such a good message reminding us that we are all individuals and how we love, respond, or care for others will be individualistic as well. As humans, we kind of expect others to be like us, and it's because what we feel is all we know. Keeping this message in mind makes it easier to accept others for who they are and their individual traits. So I have with COVID, of course, I'm sure a lot of y'all have felt this, but there have been, you know, some close relationships that I've had that just aren't, they're just not close anymore. You know, do I love those people any less? No, but yeah, it's definitely heartbreaking to know that. I don't have those same connections. And I feel like a lot in my life, I have had many friendships like that. You know, I felt like friendships, like any relationship, really, there's, there's a time for relationships. Some relationships last a lifetime, but some relationships are just seasonal too. So I take comfort in that. I take comfort in knowing that while I was in those friendships, that I did my the best I could, and I did my best to love on people the way that I knew how. And I love that reminder from her of just knowing that the way that I love is going to be different than the way you love. And the way I love my husband is different than the way that he loves me. So I hope that that's comforting for someone that needs to hear that right now. You know, we don't all love the same, but that doesn't make it any less and it doesn't make it any better, right? It's just, it is, it just is. So she goes on to say, there was definitely a baby energy in your heart. Oh, that just makes me so happy. (laughs) Um, She said, you already love your future baby so much. Its soul is just residing in there until its time comes for it to enter into the physical world. She said, you were in there searching for the baby energy, but you weren't able to see it just yet. Higher self, my higher self came in. My higher self said, 
It's not up to you when you will see the baby energy. And then she said, lastly, there was a grandmother energy there and the name Nan that came up followed by angel wings. So I've had, you know, all of my grandmothers pass. So for me, this could have been, this really could have been anybody. And then also Ronnie's grandmother, Nanny Lou, she passed away. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's, we're coming up on maybe two years, a year and a half ago, maybe. Um, for her. So I instantly thought of her as well. All right, then we move on to the throat chakra. And this is kind of like my favorite, my jam. So the throat chakra is depicted in the color blue. And this is our ability to communicate. This is self-expression of feelings and of the truth. So she wrote out the word power with like periods after each one, like capital P period, capital O period, you get the point. So power, that is what I felt when I connected to your throat energy. Like it is your number one tool in this life. The lion from your solar plexus showed up again here and was roaring so intensely as if to say, fuck you sheep, I win and I prevail. She said the texture here was so flowy and satin-like. Next was our dear friend, Mr. Clownfish. I found this little tidbit about them. Yeah, so she told me that a clownfish popped up. And I thought that that was really interesting because last week I pulled an animal spirit card and I got the fish and it didn't resonate with me. I pulled, you know, I think I did like a four card pull, one from each of the decks that I have. And the fish wasn't really resonating with me. But then I was having a conversation with one of the members from the Rise and Radiate community. And we were getting into talking, we were talking about emotions and, you know, just different things. And I was like, oh my gosh, this card is for you. I was like, I pulled this card. It didn't resonate for me. Let me show you this. I feel like I pulled this card for you. And sure enough, it hit home. So I thought that was so great to just hear that fish came up again, right? And Then it was funny because in one of my group texts with a couple of girlfriends, she was saying how she pulled the fish card as well. She has an animal deck, a different one, but she pulled a fish card as well. It was her card for the year and then it was her card for the new moon. So this was like just yesterday she pulled it um, because the new moon is happening as we speak. But yeah, so this is what she found out about clownfish. Clownfish or anemone fish are important spirit guides because their spiritual guidance is to build wisdom knowledge, and teachings that can be helpful in overcoming challenges in the world. Those who have clownfish or anemone fish as their totem animal also tend to hide within dangerous situations. Obviously, she said, obviously interpret this however you see fit. Again, you being a visionary showed up here as well. And I was reminded of the card that I pulled for you today, Star Ancestors. At this point, higher self said, keep speaking it to stay aligned. So for me, I interpret this, right? This fish showing up as being a spirit guide, as being a teacher, as building wisdom and knowledge and all these teachings to overcome challenge, being in my throat chakra, like this is the shit that I'm doing right now. This is what I'm doing. This is my purpose. This is what I'm here to do. I'm here to talk into this microphone to you. I'm here to be a channel for these messages. I'm here to create a shift 
in the world and to help people see things differently. And how badass that this fish showed up in my throat chakra in my powerful tool. And in a way on the platform that I get to share with you, right? Like how fucking cool. Ugh. I just had to pause there. Like that is so rad to me. All right. Then we move on to the third eye. And the third eye is depicted as purple color, and it's our ability to focus on and see the bigger picture. This is our intuition. This is our sense of purpose and direction in life. She said, your third eye was open and focused. It was surrounded by feathers. And then she said, you immediately thought of the Native American with the headdress, as well as the card that was pulled for you that showed a Native American girl standing by a dream catcher. I don't know if I shared that with y'all yet, but um, I had another energy healing with a woman, Nancy, who I'm going to have on the show as well. And she was, I had that energy healing with her to connect with spirit babies. So in that one, she pulled a card and it was the dream catcher. It was the dream catcher. And when I was in that session with Nancy, I got a vision of like a Native American chief, like during the session, his face wasn't clear, but I saw the headdress and I saw, you know, like I knew that it was a headdress and with feathers and stuff. So I thought this was really cool that she said that. So yeah, that I immediately thought of these Native Americans. She said, this is definitely what you were meant to be reminded of. So whatever significance these symbols had for you, really think about them and find the underlying meaning. The eye was actually staring into a galaxy, but it was laser focused on a single star. You related this to your vision and focus on your new business and how you are so dialed into making that happen. Yes, yes, yes. While in your third eye, I got the message. I know what is best for me. So I think that that's so cool. And then she moves on to the last chakra, which is our crown, um, which can be, it looks like the crown is looking like a white. I'm not sure what color that is just off of going with this, but our crown is our connection to the divine. It's our connection to our source, connection to universe, all that stuff, right? So she said, you are definitely connected to source, which is amazing. Your guides gave me permission to enter your crown. And so she told me that she will not enter into the crown chakra unless she has permission to do so. So she said the climate was very cool and just very comfortable. She said, my higher self was just chilling there. Just such a badass. She was in all white and had a flower crown and she gave off superwoman vibes. She wants you to consciously consider her with as many decisions as you can. Try to incorporate her into your regular thought process. This will help you make that shift to becoming her as much as possible. She says, listen to your gut and your heart more than your head. Your mind gets in the way of what is best for us. It tries to get us to rationalize our logistically or logistically find our way out of what we are really meant to do. And that doesn't just mean for work. It means for anything. Listen to your gut, heart, and the higher self as you will not go wrong. Find solace in daily, weekly, monthly rituals. Cycles are important. Learn to follow cycles and add your own rituals into them. And then she went on to say, like, we didn't talk about this, but In the Flow, which is a book, 
is a really great book about menstrual cycles and how we should honor each phase of our cycle in a different way with certain foods, exercise, and even how we interact socially and what we do at work. You need to read this, she told me. I have actually have heard about this book, and I believe so much. I, I don't have it, but it's on my list. I'm going to order it, y'all, I promise. I don't have it yet, but I... I know the power of our cycle. I'm also connecting our cycles. This is for women, obviously. Connecting our cycles to the different phases of the moon, too. And just how... I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but if you haven't listened to any of those episodes, you know how the different phases of our cycles can also be linked... Not linked, but um, you can think of it like the different seasons in a year how there's the spring, summer, fall, and winter, and how our body and our emotions are just so different in each of those phases of our cycles. So I thought it was rad that she brought up that book. And I'm totally going to get that book, guys, because I feel like we need to just dive deeper into that subject. She said, higher self was sitting amongst massive clusters of selenite and citrine, and you were Johnny on the spot with what both of those crystals support, and they are both amazing choices to support you and what is going on in your life right now. Yeah, she told me all that, and then I was uh, I was like, oh, dude, I have those. I have those right here, and in fact, I'm looking at both of them right now. Um, so I thought that was awesome. I could kind of share that with her. And then I just got like this whole visual of me like my highest self, right? And all this white with like this flower crown, you know, that's like embodying my hippie style. And then just like sitting in a room full of selenite and citrine, like fucking badass. I mean, that makes me feel like a superwoman just even having that visual. So she said, when sealing up your energy centers, as well as your biofield, I notice a crescent moon hovering above you. Chelsea, this is what I found about crescent moons. I had no idea. Hashtag shook. So this says, specifically, a crescent moon was known to symbolize womanhood, fertility, intuitiveness, psyche, and empowerment. Mind blown. How cool is that? And then she put an image in here, um, and it has a waning crescent moon, and it says, I am the waning crescent moon. I am fully basking in self-love and treating myself like the goddess I am. I feel complete and rested. My heart is open and I am introspectively tapping into the needs of my heart, soul, and mind. And it was awesome because when she got into that root chakra and she told me that she saw the elephant, the mom and the baby elephant. And then I said, my girlfriend just sent a post about elephants and their rituals with the moon. And then, you know, then she's like, oh my gosh, the moon was there and the rituals came up. So it all just kind of tied together so beautifully. Um, and then she closed it out with, a, you know, this was such a beautiful message. I just about died when I saw all these connections. Me too. And she said, your aura was also radiating yellow, which made me feel like the work we did on your solar plexus was very helpful for you. I thought both of these depictions were pretty fitting for you. So I'm going to get into that. But before I do, when I uh, when we were in Sedona, we went into, I think it was Crystal Magic, and I got my aura f- picture taken. And my aura picture also showed that my aura was yellow. So this was just, you know, it, it was validating from combining, you know, that picture, which was a month ago to this reading, which just happened, you know, and all of the readings that 
that I've had, there has been so much synchronicity in all of it. And it's fucking magical to me. Like it is so cool. Um, and that's why I'm so jazzed about all this stuff. And that's why I have to share it with you because if you're curious at all about any of this, you know, or you just like listening, then, you know, it's fun. It's fun for me to do, um, you know, and whether or not you believe in any of this, you know, I, I hope you're at least entertained. And I hope that your mind opens up a little bit to maybe just start tapping into your own intuition, tapping into your own highest self. And you can also think of your highest self, like your future self, you know, what would your future self thank you for, for doing today? And one way um, I'll finish up with, with the auras here in a second, but one way that I have been taking these questions you know, and, and really trying to embody my highest self are in simple little acts each day. Um, this was something that Julia and I talked about. And for me, like right now, that's been looking like at night, as much as I just want to go to bed, especially if I have a full face of makeup on in the past, I've just gone to bed. But now since having this reading and since being more intentional and asking myself, how would my highest self show up right now? I'll go to the bathroom and I'll wash my damn face. I'll wash my face and I'll brush my teeth and I will floss as much as it feels like it's a pain in the ass. It's not. This is me taking care of myself. This is me loving myself. This is a ritual I'm creating, right? So I just had to share that with you. Um, and then let's let's just close it up and read by what the aura. So yellow aura people are fun-loving free spirits. You are energetic, have a great sense of humor, are optimistic and sensitive. Your humor is balanced and logic balanced with logic and intelligence. You have a scientific side and often tend to overlook when you are passionate about a project. You can become withdrawn and depressed when stressed. Yellow auras are happy being alone, but rarely lonely. An effective communicator one-on-one -on -one or with an audience. You are also intuitive, and so you should trust your gut and choose friends wisely. Yellows are comfortable taking risks and thinking outside of the box, but you make decisions with your head and not with your heart. Yellow is drawn to unusual hobbies. Be wary of being too hard on yourself. Your life's purpose is to bring joy to people, to have fun, and to help heal the planet. Hold so in alignment. And then this was the other one. Yellow Aura Checklist. Your vibe is inquisitive, busy, curious. <laughs> Love self-improvement. Ability to tackle large projects. Practically artistic. Sewing, crafting, design. Perfectionist. To-do list junkies. Scheduled. Emotionally controlled in a crisis. Your survivors. Tough time staying in the present moment. As for fitness, yoga, and Pilates, love, greens, and blues, health is digestive, jobs should be a therapist, accountant, director, real estate, marketing, interior design, small business owners. Like what? I have a marketing degree. I was in real estate. I love design. I love to help others. I mean, y'all, this is just so wild. So wild. 
So then she went on to like give me some solar plexus support and I'll just share that briefly with you. These are just simple practices that I can do because my solar plexus was the one chakra that she was in the longest that needed the most work um, for me. So if you know that your solar plexus is, you know, one that you need work on, then maybe this will be helpful for you as well. So simple practices, meditate and envision the color of yellow or something yellow, like a sunflower or the sun, do something out of your comfort zone, wear the color yellow or incorporate it into your home decor, eat yellow foods from Mama Gaia, such as corn, pineapple, yellow peppers, yellow squash, bananas, etc. Sit and watch the sunrise or the sunset. Affirmations. I honor the power within me. I honor myself. I can do everything that I desire. I stand in my personal power. I set and honor my boundaries. Some herbs would be turmeric, chamomile, lemon balm, and fennel. Um, Some great essential oils would be vetiver, langlang, ginger, mint, lemongrass, and clove. Um, Gemstones would be pyrite, tiger's eye, citrine, sunstone, golden topaz, and yoga poses, warrior pose, and twists. So yeah, and then she just, you know, told me that um, she she hoped I enjoyed the reading and everything. So Jules is freaking fantastic, y'all. I cannot wait for all of the magic that she is putting out in the world. I really hope that you reach out to her. I hope that this episode and by me sharing all of this with you piques your curiosity and that you book a sesh with her because she's fan freaking fantastic. And she's just, she's so lovely. She's such a great energy and yeah, she's giving away a session. If you chime into the three day live event that's coming up. So Again, go over to Instagram at the Chelsea Holden. The link is in my bio for the Facebook community, which you can just request to be in. There's three questions in there. Make sure you fill them all out so you can join automatically. Otherwise, you'll just kind of be hanging out waiting for waiting for your invitation to be accepted. So this way, just answer the questions and you'll get right in and you can get all the goodness. And the live event is from the 15th through the 17th. It's at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, that's the 15th, 16th, 17th, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're talking all about energy. It's a three-day live event. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be on Zoom. So I want that interaction and I cannot wait to see you there. So let me know how you love the show today, whether you want to screenshot it and tag me on Instagram or just shoot me a DM and tell me how it resonated with you. That would be so awesome. And check the show notes to connect with Jules. All right, y'all. So much love and light. Thank you for being here. And I will see you on the next one. Adios. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chels. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. 
Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag CuppaChels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.